Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Uh, let's go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Bring in Greg Schwartz of the Bleacher uh, uh, Report. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing well. I, uh, I chose not to watch the Browns last night because I want to enjoy my Christmas. So. Ooh. Uh, I feel like I made the smart decision. I'm ready to watch the Caps win today. Hey, man, listen, man. I, I told people I got the maroon on. I got the wine and gold on. Mm-hmm. Listen, we flipping it over. I, I'll tell you what. I, I must say, you know, this team is a, is a breath of fresh air. Uh, yeah. Your Baker staff and just Jared Allen, to me, man, it's just – I just love the way they play. I like the progression that they got. I like the mix of guys they got. They got good positive attitudes. And to me, uh, the, I, I had to change over. I had uh, a YouTube TV. I had to change over. I had to find this Bally's. I don't know where Bally's. Bally's, do your homework. People are trying to watch you in the Cavs. Get your money out. Let's go ahead and start pushing this out to the people because the Cavs are smoking right now. Yeah, and one thing you can do now that started yesterday, if you really want to support the Cavs and you want to see them in the All-Star game, which is in Cleveland, and just over a month, is you can now vote for All-Stars. And we did our um, kind of our preview poll at Bleacher Report. We had all our writers vote um, about who deserved to be starters, who deserved to be reserves. We actually voted two Cavaliers to the All-Star reserve list, and I'm sure most people can guess, but... We both thought that, or as a consensus, we thought that Jared Allen and Darius Garland both deserve to make not quite starter status because there's been a really a lot of really good uh, talent in the Eastern Conference this year. But those two guys, you know, at ages 21 and 23, we picked as reserves Ooh. already. And Evan Mobley got a few votes. Didn't quite make it, but he got he got some votes. He got some love because you know his his raw numbers don't shout out you know jump off the board as as all-star but you know i think a lot of people realize the impact he makes on defense the contested shots all that stuff um but yeah as of right now if 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 we were picking all-stars the Cavs would have two right now which is was amazing especially when you know colin's been out and he was the guy that was the only guy that made it close last year so i i think that's a really good sign and you can get on nba.com right now and you can vote for all-stars and hopefully get a couple Cavs especially with the game being in Cleveland in, in February. Yeah, make sure you guys go out, uh, support the Cavs. We, we, need to, we need to get both of these dudes in the All-Star game. This is the way it starts, man. It, it, people, if you want to keep nice athletes, if you want to attract athletes, if you want you know guys to come to Cleveland, make it be to a point where they say, man, I'm going to go to Cleveland, man, because the fans really support me. 
They supporting me, putting us in the All-Star game. Jared Allen has been playing it lights out. I love the way he's just – I mean, he's aggr- – I didn't know he was this aggressive. Like, don't – he's a nice dude, smart, intelligent dude. But the thing I like about Jared Allen is the fact that he dunks everything around the rim. If, if he gets anywhere underneath that basket in the three- to four-foot circumference, he's dunking. He's, he's, he's aggressive, and he contests so many shots – He's just nasty, man. And I didn't – as far as this is concerned, uh, Greg, I didn't know he had that amount of uh, touch around the basket. And, you know, what has he done to kind of um, – are you surprised about his his little jump hook, um, being able to get the ball uh, and take a couple dribbles and finish um, when he does get it in an isolation situation? Yeah, I think it was a matter of opportunity, you know, because I, I feel like he had the skill set, but he didn't necessarily have the opportunity. And he spent, you know, all last season, he spent in Cleveland around the guys, even though he technically was a free agent. He wasn't guaranteed to come back to Cleveland. Um, he, was, he was restricted, so there was, you know, we, they assumed he was going to come back and we were going to come to some sort of agreement, and he did. But, you know, to his credit, he spent the time in Cleveland. He was around the practice facility. He put in the work. And now, especially with a guy like Colin going down, you're like, well, we need a secondary scorer to Darius because Kevin, you know, Kevin Love is not that guy anymore. He's, he's a good role player off the bench, but he's not that, you know, number one, number two scorer. And I think that opportunity has been there for Jared Allen. You've seen him hover around that 17 points per game on, you know, ridiculous efficiency. It's not like he's shooting 40 or 50%. The guy's hitting 70% of his shots. And like you said, a lot of those are dunks. A lot of them are you know, pick-and-roll finishes. A lot of them are lobs from Darius Garland. Those two have established such a good chemistry together. Um, but, yeah, he does have that touch, and, and, and like you said, he can get he can get angry at the rim at times to just throw some down, and, and you know, it's, it's so much fun to see. Um, and especially, you know, the pressure he puts on the rim defensively as well uh, when opponents are trying to score on him. He's, he's just been fantastic on both ends. You know, another guy we, we talk about, Darius Garland, you just mentioned him. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that he's becoming uh, more aggressive. You know, it, it's it's uh, very difficult sometimes for point guards to understand where they can get their their, their shot in the flow of the offense. Um, where do I need to be aggressive? Do I need to get my guys involved? Uh, do we need to push the pace a little bit, slow it up a little bit? I think uh, he's been helped by Ricky Rubio, who's also come in and, and given him and kind of put him under his wing. And I really like the maturity and the progression that you see of Darius Garland still shooting the ball. Uh, he got that teardrop three. He, he, his runner is on. His runner is money. And, and just the lob game that he has with his bigs uh, from even marketing Mobley or Jared Allen, they've really found some ways to keep guys uh, active. And the lob game is really moving well. Yeah, I think, you know, he's he came in the league with shooting ability, and it was always like, okay, how is he going to develop overall as a point guard, as a floor general? Um, is he going to get better on defense? Because especially if you looked at the advanced metrics, when he was a rookie, he was one of the worst players in the NBA. And, um, you know, looking at his stats now, when he was a rookie, the, the Cavs were worse when he was on the floor. Um, last year they improved. A, they were five points per 100 possessions better when Garland was on the floor. This year they're – 13 points per 100 possessions better with Garland on the floor, which is a, a remarkable amount. Um, they're even better on defense when he's on the floor. Um, that figure ranks in the 93rd percentile in the NBA. And I think that's important. I think it's important to just, you know, you, you could see a guy like Russell Westbrook and you could see, wow, he, he had 25 points and 10 rebounds and 10 assists. 
And then you look at the numbers. Well, the Lakers were beat by 20 points when he was on the floor. Um, so he's not just an empty stats guy. You know, you look at the numbers, you're like, oh, 19 points and seven assists. Yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good. But, you know, those numbers have to impact winning. And I think that's a lot of times, you know, we, we, we get caught up with the, the raw numbers and how good they have to be, but they have to lead to winning. And across the board, his numbers have led to winning. Um, he's made strides on defense. I, I don't think he's going to make any all-defense teams anytime soon, but he's gotten better defensively. Um, his feel for the game, knowing when to pass, knowing when to shoot. Um, you know, this is the first year he's been the primary offensive option as well, you know, leading the camp in scoring. He's never had to do that you know, with Colin beside him. So the fact that he's been able to step into that role um, and, and really show off that leadership ability on that end of the floor, I've been really impressed with him. He's only 21. Like He's, he's going to be 22 next month, but he's only 21. Um, and the fact that he could be an all-star already, especially with how he looked two years ago, I, I think that's just a remarkable progression in that time. Talking to Greg Schwartz of the Bleacher Report on the North Armstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Rams Hotline. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, two of the guys – uh, that have been on the on roster. I think it's great that, that you got three guys. You, you look at uh, Jared Allen, you got you, you acquired him in, in a trade. You look at uh, a, a drafting Darius Garland. And then, of course, you, you get uh, uh, marketing, uh, you know, in, in a trade as well. But the guy that, that really has everybody excited, the guy that everybody has, the, you know, people saying the Cavs can be a, a real uh, contender in the future is with Evan Mobley. Now, I'm going to give you your flowers. I'm going to give you your flowers. There were a lot of people, you came on my show, and you, you've you been tweeting, you've been uh, blowing the horn uh, of Evan Mobley since day one. You said, oh, my goodness, G. Bush, USC, uh, his wingspan, can shoot it a little bit. I'm like, man, I don't know. He might be a JV, uh, 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 you know, Chris Bosh. you like, listen, man, this guy's the real deal. Forget all the Jalens, Greens and Suggs. Mobley is the guy. And boy, I tell you what, um, you wasn't lying, man. Uh, you you said he doesn't have maybe the the numbers that jump out at you, but when you look at the advanced analytics and him him contesting shots, block shots, defense, I mean, he's looking like one of the best defenders already in the league. What's the most impressive thing about Evan Mobley and his progression so far in the first half of the year? Yeah. I- like I said, if you look at his raw numbers, I mean, they're good. You know, it's like 13 points, eight rebounds, two and a half assists, a block. Like, yeah, that's good. It's good for anybody, much less a rookie. But, you know, you look at, you know, even just watching the game, stuff that you can't put on uh, in a box score, just the fact that, you know, a guy will drive in, they'll see Evan Mobley standing there, and they're like, yep, I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to contest him at the rim, and they'll zip right back out to the three-point line. Or, you know, they might pull up for a long two instead of trying to get to the rim. You know, just stuff like that, that's usually, you know, that's the impact of like a Rudy Gobert, a guy that's one defense player of the year. Um, you know, the, they'll garner that kind of respect uh, at the rim. You don't see too many guys respecting a rookie um, when they meet him at the paint. And I, I think that's where Evan Mobley's kind of made his mark already. Um, we talked about contested shots, you know, just, just getting to guys either at the three-point line, at the rim, at the mid-range, whatever. Um, he's Evan Mobley's third in the NBA in contested shots per game. Uh, Yaka Pernal for the Spurs is number one, and Rudy Gobert, who, like I said, he's won three defense player of the years, is number two. So if you're right behind a guy like Rudy Gobert, that's pretty darn good. Um, you know, beating guys like, like Anthony Davis, like Miles Turner, Giannis, some of these guys that have won either defensive player of the year, led the league in shot, block shots, 
the fact that he's doing this as a rookie um, and the fact that I think, you know, he's still, he's still got this raw teenage body where he, he could still put on muscle. He could still get stronger. He could still get, you know, a little bit more leaping ability. He's still going to learn, you know, when, when to not fall for pump fakes. And the fact that he could do all this already, you know, with, you know, 25 games of experience under his belt in the NBA. We're not, he's not even halfway through an NBA season. The fact that he can impact the game on so many levels, but especially defensively, is, is just amazing. Now, don't get me wrong. You're, I would have loved to have Cade Cunningham, too. <laughs> if I had the number one pick, I probably would have still taken Cade. Um, I don't know that I would have. I would say the same thing now because Evan's been so good with us. But, you know, the fact that we were going to get him at number three, I just thought, you know, he's the number one overall pick in, in a lot of drafts. Um, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to add more muscle. And, you know, he just helps out in so many different areas, but especially, and I said this before the season, he's going to be a defensive player of the year. I really think so. And there's not many guys, there's a lot of good defenders in the NBA. Not many are defensive player of the years. He's going to be one in, in the next five years. I think he's that good. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think we talk about defensively is, you know, I, I think when, you, when you're able to play Jer Allen uh, and you're able to play Evan Mobley in the lineup together, I think that almost allows you to somehow play Laurie Marketing at three. If if he does get beat, and, and I'll give him credit, he has not been getting beaten. Like, he's not terrible. Like, I, we, we thought that, hey, if you put Laurie Marketing at three, he's going to be, a, uh, you know, a, a liability. Um, but one of the things that we saw is is now you have two guys that are, that are by the rim that are shot blockers that can change shots. I mean, if you do get past him, you have a gauntlet to go through a little bit. I think Loria hasn't, um, you know, shot the ball as well as he would like, uh, you know, as far as from the three-point line. But there's one thing that that is, is, is surprising is that the Cavs, you know, trot out the biggest front line in, in the league, and they consistently have these seven-footers, as well as Kevin Love coming off the bench. I, I You know, I didn't know if it would work. How do you think it's worked out so far? Yeah, I mean, all the advanced numbers have said it works out really well. Um, when they have a starting front line of, of Dar- or when they have Darius Garland and Isaac Coro in the backcourt, back and then you have that front line, like you said, of Markinen and Small Ford, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, that starting lineup has started 10 games together, and they're 8-2. and two. I mean, that's, that's a really good number. Um, I still don't think Markinen is a perfect fit at Small Ford. I still like him better at the four when he's got a Jared Allen at the five, or even when he can play Mobley at the five. Um, but he's done a good enough job defensively that it, it, they can make it work. Um, I mean, the primary reason you put him there was for his, his, his floor spacing, for his shooting. He's only shooting 32% from three this season. And this was after last year he shot 40% uh, with Chicago. I mean, that was the reason you brought him in was because you needed shooting. Um, so I, I'm still not like and, – and the fact that you gave up Nance who – um, is having a really nice season for Portland too. I, I, I wasn't thrilled with the trade. I wasn't thrilled with the, that they gave marketing $70 million almost over four years. Um, but I will say I've been impressed with his defense. I've been impressed with his ability um, to defend on the wing. It hasn't, you know, he's not an all world defender, but the fact that you took a guy that primary played power forward and center, you put him on the wing and he's done uh, an admirable job. Um, all your lineup numbers with him at small forward with those other two bigs at power forward and center are really good. Um, you can't argue with the results. Certainly you'd like to see him shoot the ball better, but as long as the team's winning and it is when he's on the court, um, you know, I, no complaints from me. He's, he's, he's been really good.
Uh, re- really quickly, uh, last question here. I uh, appreciate your time coming on on a, a holiday Sunday here on, on 92.3 The Fan. You know, I'm looking at these standings, and, um, you know, they had a tough game against the the, uh, the Celtics the other day. I watched that game. One of the things that really is uh, inspiring is, it, is that they play hard regardless of who, who they have, whether or not it's, it's backups, it's reserves, or starters. Uh, Bigger staff really – has these guys playing a, a one solid way, which is we play hard every day. Um, we, we do move the ball, and, and we're, we're going to play a certain style of basketball. When they are getting, when they are able to get Mobley and Allen and all those guys back into the rotation, still have Kevin Love coming off the bench who's been shooting the ball very well, uh, do you think if they can go on a little small run, put together maybe you know six, seven wins in a row uh, coming up uh, to the All-Star break and, and then after the All-Star break, do you think the Cavs can legitimately be a top four to five seed in the Eastern Conference? Well, as of today, we're sitting at number five overall. We're 19 and 13. We're playing a Raptors team today that is going to be without all five starters in the majority of the rotation because they're in health and safety protocols. So, I mean, as long as you're not sleepwalking through the game, you're going to improve to 20 and 13. Um, that's going to tie you with Miami for a top four seed, which gets you home court advantage um, in the first round, at least. I, I don't think at the end of the day, I don't think we're going to finish above Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Chicago. Um, I don't think we're going to be up there. But if you said, you know, we've got a chance to be the fifth or sixth seed, which is important because remember, if you're the seventh or eighth seed now, you're not guaranteed to make the playoffs. You have to, you have to go to the play-in tournament and work your way in. But if you're a five or six seed, you're still guaranteed to be in the playoffs. And I think that is probably where Cleveland is right now. Um, you know, that being said, the Philadelphia 76ers could trade Ben Simmons and get a nice package back in return, and they could go on a run. You know, Boston could go on a run. Atlanta has been better than their record this year. There's a lot of teams underneath the Cavs who I could see making a run. Um, February 10th is the trade deadline, and the Cavs have to, you know, they have to decide. Are we going to be buyers? Are we going to be sellers? Or are we going to stay put? I don't think you're going to be a seller at this point, even though, you know, Ricky Rubio is going into free agency. Um, But how much of a buyer do you want to be? Do you want to give up future first-round picks? Do you want to trade Ricky Rubio uh, for fear that you might lose him in free agency? Are you okay giving up, you know, a Colin Sexton or an Isaac Okoro, one of your young pieces, to get win-now help? I, I wouldn't go too crazy on the all all in because you're the Cavs aren't built to win this year. They're built to win for the next five to 10 years. So I wouldn't go all in, but if you can get a guy like a, like a cam reddish or somebody that can help out on the wing who you can salary matches $4 million salary pretty easily. Um, I, I would do little moves like that because if you can do that, you get a little bit more help on the wing. Um, you, you can avoid, you know, as everybody team, you know, every team tries to navigate, uh, COVID protocols and staying safe. Um, I, I think the fifth to sixth seed is where the Cavs could ultimately end up, uh, which, you know, if you would have said that coming into the season, a hundred times out of a hundred, you're going to take that um, because I think the defense is real. Um, I think they're third in defense right now. They're like fifth in net rating. I think those are real as long as you can have your primary guys on the court. Um, but we, we got to see what they do at the trade deadline. We got to see if guys can stay healthy. But I think the defense is real, and I think at the end of the day, this is this is the fifth or sixth seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Greg, I thank you so much on this holiday for coming on with me. Uh, much blessings to you and your family. Enjoy the rest of your uh, holiday weekend. Yeah, same to you. Thanks for having me on. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.